When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Got it. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. Rudo, Megan, AJ coming to you live as the Avs. I mean, is that a turbo dunk? I think that's probably a turbo dunk, right? It it definitely got turbo by the end when sure things, things got, got out of hand. Things got yeah. a little chippy, and it was like we're gonna score one or two more just to, just to really just to put it to them. Yeah, man. just to put it down. Uh, Avs win over the Montreal Canadiens eight to four in a game that, let's be honest, it was never close. There was yeah. Montreal was never threatening to be involved in this hockey game. The Avs took care of business uh, all the way around. I, I I mean Tiff would have to go buy them for us, but if you guys get a hundred hundred likes, we'll do winner shots. I'm yeah. here for that. Yeah. I'll tell him. Uh anyway. It's fine. The hockey game itself, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to put this into <laughs> sixty seconds, but I make zero promises on the ability to do this. Uh, the Avs score the first four goals of the game, just completely control the first period. Two of them come from Lekkonen, the best of which maybe comes from Bowen Byram. You also get one from Matt Nieto. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Canadians do get one back from Josh Anderson late in the period. But again, the goals they scored just were not relevant to this game. In case you were worried about it, the Avs come out in the second and score two goals in the first four minutes to make it six to one. And the rest of the game, it could have been academic if the teams didn't want to get chippy about things. They did. Gurionov scores a goal for the Canadians at the end of the second. McKinnon decides to get his in the third period on the power play, which, by the way, the Evs go three for three on. Pretty good. Uh, a couple of nothing goals from the Canadians in the third, and then Nuke caps it off with the final goal of the game to get your 8-4 final. Uh, th- look, the the reality of this game is, I don't like. Don't even bother looking at any of the impacts and the numbers of this game because totally by by the ten minute mark, by the halfway point, the game was so unbelievably over that it just didn't matter. It took thirty four minutes. Yep, for the Montreal Canadiens to have as many shots on goal as the Avs had goals. That was that was. When they got to six shots on goal, and the Avs had six goals already. So um, anybody that wants to try and make anything about any of the goals against with Georgiev, uh, I don't think any of us are going to no. 
make issue of it tonight? Absolutely not. They just weren't super meaningful. And that's even if you wanted to like go into the goals. Yeah. Multiple goals of deflected pucks, rebound the, pucks. The, the first two goals are total nonsense. Yeah, right. Like it's just not it's not the day for that one. Yeah. It's a day for the Avs popped off and then kind of chillaxed their way through portions of the game because the game was over and they didn't have to yeah. put the effort in at certain stretches. Yeah, I mean it was a tr- it was a true turbo dunk. I mean when it it got to 7 to 4 and there was the scrum in front that led to McKinnon getting tripped. Yeah. Was about as close <laughs> as as the game got and when you think about it it was 7 think about if we were on the other side of it and we were like without that yeah. tripping call at 7 <laughs> 4 with six minutes in the third pit, like, wow, really might have had a chance. In. Come <laughs> no, on. No, not the reality of the hockey game. Yeah, it was not. It was not once a competitive game. Feisty at times, not competitive. Uh, this was this was a shellacking. Yep. Probably uh, as close as we'll ever get to a, a returning the favor for the 10 to one fiasco that one time. Most likely. Uh Let's start here, Megan. The one real proper negative you're taking out of this game, Arturi Lekkinen leaves upper body injury. Seems like it might be his hand. I know Sportsnet was showing some stuff where he seemed to be favoring it. We don't know for sure. Obviously, you hope he's okay. Are the Avs okay? Even if Lecky ends up missing a handful of games? Is that a big deal? Is that a pun? (laughs) Maybe. I couldn't tell when the end of that, whatever that was. (laughs) Sorry. He said a handful of games. Like, he was just right there. Sorry. I, I don't know how to read it, too, because I could see the reason for having him exit this game when it was so decidedly a win for the Avs at that point when he does exit, that it's something they're treating with a little bit of caution. And until I know what the designation is for the injury, I don't even really want to speculate how many games he could possibly miss. They'd be okay because of what we saw tonight. Even in the absence of him through the duration of this game, they already had found the way to win, but they found a way to be dominant again late in the third, even in his absence. So it gives me reason to believe that they would be okay, but I would hate to see him miss any significant amount of time. More injuries is definitely not something the Avs need. That is for sure. Uh, wanted to touch on that. Wanted to get it out of the way just so. At an area they they just can't control. Yeah. yeah. And and the the game went such a way that you can totally talk yourself into. Yeah. If he was uncomfortable with it, because you watched his last shift, there's nothing there. Yep, there wasn't anything that happened on the last his shift. So last it was something play from earlier. Of the game is literally putting a decent shot on that. <laughs> yeah, so. He was prepared to fight through whatever it was. I think. Yeah, but there was just no need. So yep. hopefully, you know, you end up in a scenario where it's not something serious there. Uh, the other side of this, and I don't want to take any credit away from Colorado's play tonight. Obviously, they scored a hand, uh, a few goals on Montembeau as well. But, oh, my God, Jake Allen was bad in this and, hockey game. Yeah, and... Broken finger. Is officially? Okay, well, well, that's fine. You can play through that if you really wanted to. Yeah, I mean, you can 
That's not that. Yeah. Which finger? How broken? You right. Know. He could talk to Cogliano. Yeah, there you go. Well, that guy doesn't have hands anyway. <laughs> I mean, like, that guy knew he didn't need to be able to shoot a pug. That's why he was like, we're fine. I'll go out there and do warrior things other than just shoot. Like a goal scored off my knee. Yeah, and Lecky, Lecky could do a lot of that too because a Not lot of wrong. his goals are, you know, rebounds, deflections, his things net like front that. Presence, yeah. right? You know, he can do he can he can continue the whole warrior thing very easily if he wanted to. We'll you know we'll see, but um, yeah. It, it, beyond that, though, as far as as far as like long term injuries, broken fingers, really well, yeah. not low a, on that list. Yeah, not a big deal. It's just so. something you can play through, something you can work with. And, and and look, would not blame the abs at all if they're like, hey, take the next two weeks off, get as healthy as you reasonably can. Yeah. Because the reality of the situation for the uh, stretch run of this season, yeah, I'm sure the abs would love to track down first to the central, all of that. Yeah. But the reality is they're targeting to be at their peak when the playoffs begin. Mm-hmm. So games like tonight make that a little bit easier because the abs are allowed to let their foot off the gas for portions of this hockey game right because they don't have to go full bore look i get it we're still you know five weeks away from the end of the season but again go look at the march schedule the abs play every other day or more yeah for the rest of the month so you got to find it where you can find it and the abs found a little bit of that tonight um getting into the actual goals themselves officially it's lucky that gets the party started. Uh, you know, initially it did not look like that puck got tipped a little floater towards the net from Logan O'Connor. When you're looking at the abs going up against Jake Allen tonight, is this a take what you can get night or is this a, Hey, you can build a little bit of momentum off of dominating a bad goalie. Both. I like both those answers. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, you do. It's always a confidence builder when you blow an NHL team out of the water like this. And, For sure. You know, when it's not, it's never close. And you just keep adding to it. It's not like you put up a five spot, threw it into cruise control, and then got out of there. You just kept scoring. Even when Montembeau came in. For sure. Yeah. I mean, you, you throw up a four spot in the first period, but you were only halfway done. Yep. So. Uh, and Ooh, thank you. Yeah, and I don't, I, I'm just not apologetic about watching the opponent of the Avs have a tough goalie night. We've seen plenty of nights where yeah. the Avs play a goalie playing one of his best games of the season. Well, and we talked about just the Arizona game two nights ago that Connor Ingram didn't deserve nearly the result that he got. He should have given up five that night. For sure. He didn't play nearly, nearly well enough for that. And then you see a game like tonight where you're like, all right, well, they, the universe kind of gives it back. And I think that part of that is the most encouraging thing is the Avs continued the quality of their play from the Arizona game. Yeah. And then they get rewarded for it. Yep. So it, it, it does show you that like when you do outplay a team to that level, it, it is not common to end up in a dogfight for the, for the <laughs> points like that. No doubt. And that it is like, you should have waxed these guys. And tonight was that exact result. Like this is, the way that they've now played for certainly the last five periods, because that first period of the Arizona games had its frustrations. Definitely. You love the last five periods and really the, just the last two games 
how badly you've beaten not good opponents. You've outclassed them that far. It's great. It's a mix of both, I think. Even in evaluating the skill required for some of these goals on both Montembeau and Allen. Um, looking at the, the McKinnon goal, the start of the third, just in all alone, that effort is between a goaltender and the skater at that point. And yep. so that's fully credit to McKinnon at that point. Yep. And then even the Byram goal on Allen in the in the first, it's just pure skill. Like there's a couple of these that you look at the goaltender and hope that they come up with that save, but it's not for just total luck or flukes on the goaltender's part or the avalanche benefiting from that. There is some skill involved too, which is encouraging to see. You had a seven points total from your defense in this game. And I look, it's plays like that one why everyone sits here and goes, oh, Bowen Byram's a little different. Bowen Byram's a little bit better. Not everybody has a Bowen Byram, as the people say. <laughs> yeah. It's more than anything, it's fun. It is fun to watch Colorado's defense go out there and do stuff like that. Just not just beating the goalie, not just setting up the play, but just outright dunking on dudes. Yeah. I loved Taves pass on the ransom goal in the second nasty. period. It was nasty backhand you, pass. You have it in front of you. Do how many how many defensemen points in those first four goals in the first period? Let's see. Well, let's see. Yeah, let's just see. just the first four. 1 2 3 4 Four points on four goals. It's pretty good. Yes, four. Four on four. So we talk because we we talk about how you know Colorado's second line. We often talk about how it's really the defense. Yeah. Because certainly those top four guys, um, these top four guys, when it's Johnson and, and when it's Eric Johnson and Josh Manson, they chip enough offense in that it's really all six. But these top four guys are capable of producing so much on their own. You know, they threw up the stat during the game that Colorado is the only defense in the NHL. 30. Three defensemen with over 30. And with the the season that Byram has had. Well on his way. Like, could <laughs> sneak into a 30-point season uh, if he if he really turns it up. Like, he, he's been so incredibly productive this year offensively. But you do. You look at... You look at you, you score your first six goals, Nathan McKinnon has no points for you, but your defense is driving so yep. much of this offense. Yep. I think it shows the ways in which Bo Byram is learning about himself as a player too, because I think the fall in the Arizona game that leads to one of the first goals against probably inspired him to come out of the gate tonight With looking to write juice. those wrongs yeah. a little bit. For and sure. I think you see the way he already has tremendous confidence, but builds off of himself after moments like that when he does get to score in the first of the game tonight. It's it's the resiliency, right? It's not hard to be a competent player when everything's going your way, when you're playing well, when you're doing that. It's when you can bounce back from a tough play like that and show up and say, nah, I'm still the man. Yeah, I'm still here doing this. That that really is impressive, especially for a player as young as, as Bo is, which... I, again, I think a lot of people forget just how young the Avalanche decor is. Mm -hmm. uh, Bo's barely old enough to drink. Yeah, in the, the states. The real, the real problem is that Byram and Makar are what they are. Yeah, and 
that they could be that the abs could just commit hard commit to those two for sure yep for a decade comfortably yep you don't have a decade with devon taves it's true you don't know how much time the salary cap allows you to have left with sam gerard but you know that's why you have a sean barron's coming in the yep. system yep um just who, who looks just like a, like a tailor-made colorado avalanche defender we are like they're gonna like great they're they're adding another one of these guys <laughs> or oh they're the money is forcing them to move on from one of them so they can just and they're just gonna another one drop in. a <laughs> perfect replacement in there great but yeah watching watching the byram ascent this year we we i mean we all saw during the how he played during the postseason and we were all like okay here it comes and then it got stunted with the whatever the injury was more injury stuff yeah and then watching him get healthy and just take flight has been uh, one of the few like genuine joys of this season that you can just almost night in and night out just i'm just gonna enjoy this this is gonna because most nights he's spectacular uh, on that note, you guys did get us to 100 likes, so we Thank appreciate you y'all very, very much. This was a fun game. I feel like our energy doesn't reflect how fun it was. Fun. It was <laughs> genuinely fun. It was. It was um, the kind of fun that it kind of drains you a little bit as you watch. Right. It. We're we're just trying to process the number of goals that were. It was so many goals. Uh, cheers, chat. Doctor Dubs, back in the building once again okay, for Colorado. I was so scared what this was. Yeah, fireball. You're you're safe. You're safe. <laughs> AJ and I aren't going to ask for anything too crazy if safe we can help. Safe is a relative it. Yeah, term for, sure. for fireball, depending on who you ask. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't. I think fireball is easy to do. Yeah, no, yeah. I actually do think it's okay. It's so warm going all the way down. <laughs> well, I hope you you cashed on DraftKings tonight. Just missed the parlay. Yeah. You did one more goal for Mac. Felt like you maybe could get there, but yeah. Uh, lots lots of things to cash on tonight. We'll put it that way. Overs on points, overs on the game, abs to win and cover any number imaginable. You pretty much got there. So go over to DraftKings, use the DNVR code when you sign up for a new account. With that new account, you bet $5 on anything. You get $200 in free bets. Don't even have to get the bet right. They just give you the 200 bucks for participating. You can take that 200 bucks. You can go bet on whatever you want. Look, I get it. I know the vibes are much more the Nuggets than the Avs this time of year right now. Everyone's everyone's kind of back in the Nuggets to finally do the thing. So, Not after the last three games. Oh, come on. I'm just saying people were hard out real fast. The same way the people were hard out on the Avs at the end of last year? Yep. How'd that turn out? Well, <laughs> just because the Avs won the championship doesn't mean the Nuggets won. I know. I'm just saying don't jump to conclusions on a couple of games that they lost. Just putting it out there. For sure. Look, if you think you got an angle, though, go over to DraftKings. Make the bet. Bet on them. Bet against them. Bet on the Avs. Bet on the Nuggets. Bet on the Broncos. Bet on the World Cup of Baseball, if that's your thing. Uh, would, World Baseball Classic. Would not. <laughs> is that what WBC, I, right? I, You're right. Yeah. I didn't know that either. I would not have bet on Great Britain to beat Columbia today. Feisty British team. They 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 don't give up. They yeah. work hard. Yeah. So and then they've been scrappy so far. Bet you could get good odds on that. Just throwing it out there. Go over to DraftKings. Download their app today. Of course, you must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See the show notes down below for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And it's void in Ohio. 
Uh, does Lucky need to call Bacchus and Shanker? Oh. Sounds like. Because I don't think he was at fault for that injury. <laughs> and if you're not at fault for an injury you've received, whether it be car accident, even if you weren't the driver, if it was a rideshare situation, if you were at work and you were injured and you deserve compensation, call Bacchus and Shanker at 222-2222. Uh, that's a lot of twos. If you add them all up, you probably get to some interesting number that has a relevance to this hockey game, but I'm not going to do that because I'm bad at math. Uh, instead, go let Bacchus and Shanker take care of you. You can give them a call today, and if they hear your consultation, which is completely free, and they think you have a case, they'll take it on for completely free. You'll notice that that costs you absolutely nothing to have a case in court. You will pay them nothing until you win your case. So you don't have to have money to get money for once in life. Not usually the case, but with Box and Shanker, it is. Uh, you can also go to colorado.coloradolaw.net, excuse me, to check them out. Uh, they great at what they do. I, I don't know if people understand how much a billion dollars is. Did they did they make that billion dollars just off representing the Avs this year? <laughs> they probably make a lot of money representing the Avs this year. But no, they've been doing it for over 25 years. They're quite experienced. They know their way around these types of things. So hit them up today. The two number or coloradolaw.net. Uh, Bacchus and Shanker. They just want to get you what you deserve. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, look, lots of, lots of, lots of positives on this game. Maybe the most interesting was the effective production from the depth. You had a great goal for Matt Nieto? Yeah, look, I get it. Jake Allen did not play that well. But you've seen... Outside of a guy named Dennis Mulligan, the depth really has not been putting the puck in the net well. Yeah, and hey, they stole a goal from Lars Eller in this game. That true, true. Yeah. That blown whistle early, and OC kind of had, it was credited to him initially. Well, two assists for him. Yep. And I, you know, while I have pointed out the two goals in fifty games or whatever, I always conveniently leave out the like seventeen assists in, in that time or whatever, 16. where it's like. Hey, uh, do you really care which guy is scoring the goals? Right. If your bottom six is scoring often enough that Logan O'Connor has a twenty, has comfortably has a twenty point season for you? No. Like you, you don't, don't really you care. Don't care. Is, it, is it a goal? Is it an assist? Do you really care that much? And uh, that's where I think uh, I, I think the answer is probably just no. Where LSC has two assists, LSC deserves two assists. Yep. You know the. Very, very rarely has Logan O'Connor fallen his way into a point that he does not do something, you know, does he not work really hard for in some fashion. So uh, when that guy, when that guy gets one, you know, it's usually just the result of him, him doing his job, his line, it's line, his line doing its job. And we've seen the Cogliano Eller O'Connor combination has gotten better and better and better and better over the last couple of games. Yep. Um, completely, completely dominant uh, against Arizona. And then I haven't looked at all of the numbers, but um, I would be willing to bet a similar result tonight. I'm I sure. think the credit is due to for what 
And it's not specific to just OC, but what he brings mm-hmm. to the line that he's usually utilized on has this effect in games. It was especially effective in the Arizona game because they relied upon heavy forechecking uh, for the success of that game. But the way in which he shows up sometimes isn't always in production. It's always Definitely. great when he does, but it's hard to fully appreciate his value in just looking at production. But it's always good to see him get on the score sheet, too. Well, and it's, it is a necessary element. You play forward. Yep. You just have to produce points at some point. Yep. Fully understanding that LLC is not like who you turn, turn to for that. But if you're not getting to the 20-point mark in an NHL season. You have to be very good at something else. Are we talking 20 points total? Yes. For an 82-game healthy year. Yeah. Because he's probably there. Oh, he is. Oh, he's easily there. Just checking. Yeah, Yeah. and that's that's why we're like, this is a, you know, it's all love. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I Today. mean, we had the conversation before the game of if you if Darren Helm comes Darren Helm comes back, you know maybe well, you bench LOC for a single game. And the answer to that question after today is no. It yeah. won't. It <laughs> won't be necessary because yeah. you should probably promote mm-hmm. Newhook and then Helm just plays center on that fourth line. That's exactly what Here you should for do. That. Here for that, Jared. <laughs> if you're listening, Jared, I heard you know my first name. <laughs> I know some things. <laughs> uh, beyond that, though, Eller did get an assist primary as well. Of course, we talked about Nieto's goal. Mm-hmm. Um, you also had Rodriguez getting on the score sheet, obviously, in the top six. Mm-hmm. You also had a three-point night from uh, Val Nachushkin. Mm-hmm. Hard not to feel really good about did, every part of the Eps forward core. Did, did Ranton finish with two or three tonight? Uh, he had three? the goal, obviously. I uh, don't know if he even had two beyond that. Let me look. No, he did have. Okay. Yeah, the second so archery goal. So two. They've changed the. They know they switched a bunch. They switched yeah. the scoring yeah. enough times on pucks that like what did it hit? That. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Yeah. It's well, probably gonna be dated by the time this show is <laughs> straight up. They'll change them again. We're gonna get Miko's gonna have a sneaky four point night. We're gonna be like whatever. <laughs> when in doubt, give a point to Rantanen. But that, <laughs> like, that's exactly sums up this game. There were four players on the Colorado Avalanche who did not record a point tonight. Four yeah. out of eighteen skaters. Is, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, is Gurgiev one of them? That'd be five. Four out of, out of yeah, five out of, five 19, out of uh, nineteen guys 19 that played. That played, yeah. When seventy-five percent of your lineup is producing a point, you better win that game. <laughs> I don't want to jump ahead, but also the power play. Yes, I was actually just going to get to okay. that. Three for three tonight. I mean, come on. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, and genuinely, if you look at the numbers through January and February, it wasn't good enough. It was sub 20%. You needed more out of it. They now have power play goals in three straight games, and they're perfect on it tonight. That's That's good. That's better than good. Yeah, and what's been frustrating is that some of the power plays that they have not scored on have looked good. have yeah. looked awful. Okay, the other way, sure. Like, like process wise, where they're struggling to even get in. Yeah, the zone. where you look yeah. at you're looking at some of them that are just absolutely awful, and it makes it feel like the power play has been worse than it has been. But that that unit has quietly. Trended a handful in the right of direction. goals over yep. the last year or last year, last week. Yep. Um, a pretty, a pretty healthy number of goals. And obviously a three for three game is going to goose those numbers, but three for three on a power play in a game that you win by four. Like that's the difference between scraping it out and 
and blowing them out. This. Basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so. Comfortable win or a close win? You know, one where you're biting your nails a little bit and you get a little butt clenchy at the end, little white knuckles. No need. Power play, power play took it from a, what could have been a close game to, to a total blowout. Uh, Going to jump around a little bit here. We'll get to the rest of the third period in a minute. But the Bowen Byron fight at the end of this game. Weird. Don't care. Really. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I preferred him not to be involved in that type of shenanigan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mainly because we went back and looked to see what really inspired yeah. this, and we couldn't... It wasn't anything special, yeah. No, and even still, if there was more meaningful a reason to engage, I still wouldn't love this for him, just given his injury history. I really Agree. wouldn't invite that. But mm-hmm. especially because of looking at tonight, not quite seeing the motive clearly outlined for it, and because they're winning this game so dominantly, it just didn't feel necessary. Understandably and reasonably, they did seem to get a little bit of a jump from this. <laughs> yeah. I, I wish I wish they hadn't, because now it kind of makes what <laughs> I'm saying. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just kind of reinforces it. But uh, uh, yeah. overall, didn't love to see him involved in that. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I like that it, it it almost like dawned on him. Yeah. Like after he dropped the gloves like, and was oh like, "All right, boy. I'm in this room now. <laughs> Give this let's, guy a big hug." Exactly. Yeah. Like let's let's love our way to the end. Uh, let's let's make sure that I don't get punched. I'm gonna wrap this up. We're gonna hug this out. Um, we're gonna do some aggressive man hugging, and then we're gonna get kicked and, out of this and, game and, together. And look, I get it. I was ready to fight everybody when I was 22. Also, okay, I was ready Same. to throw hands, but. You know, you would love it if Byram could maybe learn a little, maybe, you know, just let it go. And, you know, it's the quality we really like about him, too, though. <laughs> oh, it's, he's sure. just not wired that he's way. He's not. He absolutely yeah. is not. He was ready to go. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like a reluctant, like, this guy's testing me. He was like, this guy's testing me. I am who I am. I have to. I have to. I'm sorry. And then it was like, and then it was like, he could like hear like coach brain, like kicking in being like, pick your spots. This isn't necessary. What's going on in this game right now? Why are you doing this? What's the benefit of this? And then he was like, all right, hug it out. Hug it out. Just don't get punched in the face. Yeah. Like, Worked out. Okay. Close, close the gap and give him a big hug. Don't let go. <laughs> Uh, just wanted to throw that one in there since we uh, already talked about Bo. Yeah, way bigger problem with Caden Goulet acting like an idiot tonight. Way uh, and, bigger and, problem. And like some of this stuff does happen in blowouts in the NHL. Yeah. And like the the, the 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 thing with McKinnon, McKinnon plays his role in it. Yep. And I don't mind like Caden Goulet like defending himself doing any of that. Sure. Way bigger issue with him continuing it later. Yeah. It happened. It's it's over, right? Yeah. Don't bring it into the next thing. Yeah. Is what it is. Um, fortunately, you know, from that stuff, no one ended up getting hurt. Obviously, the lucky thing is completely separate. It's yeah. Completely different play. One thing I have score on, nonetheless. Google tells me finger surgery is four to six weeks. Sick. The playoffs last year told me finger surgery is 10 days. Yeah, so. and that's where I'm like, oh, okay. So that's why they're in a hurry to do this now. Yep. That dude's probably on his way to the hospital. Yeah. Get that surgery tonight. 
Caden Goulet more fake tough than Bennington? Not a chance. Caden Goulet is actually kind of a, a yeah, bad dude. Yeah, I, uh, is there he a person? He was ready to answer for that. Pretty oh, yeah. unapologetically. Absolutely. And he's, it, I've, I've really liked him for a long, long time. I liked him in his draft year and all that. I always but, liked him as a defensive D. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's not a dude that he will not have any problem answering um, for some of the for some of the things that he will do in his career. Yep. Some of the big hits that he will lay. That's a guy that is comfortable standing up for himself. And I'm I'm cool with that. Did not love the approach tonight. Did very much enjoy Nathan McKinnon laughing at him. It was very funny to me. Uh, was there any doubt in this third period? The Habs <laughs> make it 7-4. Never. Yeah. Again, even at 7-4, when they had the scramble in front of the net, you're like, okay, if this goes in, it is a two-goal game with yeah. six or seven minutes left. Like... There's still so much work to do. Fair enough. Yeah. I think it gets to 7-4. Honestly, like those two goals in the span of two minutes happened yep. because they grew too comfortable. Mm -hmm. But I think that was even a reflection of the confidence they had in themselves in that moment. And as a result, as a viewer, I also didn't have panic. And I think that's when they kicked it into gear a little bit more, too, also following the Byram. Yeah. Scruff. It all added up. Right. Yeah. It all added up. They started yeah. to fight a little bit harder after that. Yeah. No and then in the fourth goal that you give up um, should never happen uh, because it should have been a penalty on Caden Goulet defensively uh, for what he did to Erod for the Just cross. Mercs him in yeah, the other zone. Ex yeah. Exactly. And Erod's down defense. He's down in the defensive zone hurt. And yeah. that's why. They have a five on four with a guy with Mike Matheson able to just walk in freely from up high like that. Create space. Uh, I, I and still the, don't think the Avs played it great, but and it doesn't it, matter. If if it, you should never be in that position, but right. that is a the referees are being cowards and don't want to give a team that's trailing that is, that by is that much. exactly yeah. they don't. And then they turned around after that goal. They turn around and do on that scrum yeah. in front of the net. Yeah, where Anderson, it's almost like a slew foot on. Nathan McKinnon, where he kicks out the foot yep. and 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 clips the skate. Uh, so and then and then they, I think they called that because they were like, okay, we've let this go too far. Yeah, we yeah. just gave you guys one. You yeah. got a free goal, and you still don't like. You're still pulling this. Yeah, like we gave you guys this this benefit of the doubt. So and and it's not like the Evs avoided the refs either tonight. The Devontae's call in the first period. Yeah. And it, it, it was relatively even at that point, if you want to for, put it that way. For the way. record, chat, uh, that dude on Instagram that calls himself Ads oh, Insider gosh. doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, he took Peter Baugh's reporting. Yeah. Peter Baugh literally threw said, it up on hey, Instagram and didn't cite I would be willing to bet you did not cite it. Well, of course he didn't, dog. <laughs> you can't be an insider if you give people credit. I understand. <laughs> uh Abs out shoot the Coyotes, or not the Coyotes, excuse me, the Habs. What's the difference? It's not wrong. Uh, 33 to 19 in total. They give up just nine shots in the first two periods when the game was, you know, still being contested, yep. really. It's just dominant hockey. It's two straight games where the Avs, and I get it, the Coyotes scoreboard is a little bit questionable. It takes them overtime, but the underlings, two straight games where the Avs are definitively the better hockey team. Yeah, at five on five, uh, your scoring chances through two periods are twenty nine to nine in favor of the Avalanche and twelve to one for high danger chances. Uh, the Avalanche earned that win. 
Is this meaningful at all for the Avs, Megan, going into Toronto on Wednesday? Absolutely, especially if they are down a Lekkonen. They need to have a lot of belief in themselves and their ability to dominate hockey games. It might not be anything close to as dominant as these last two, and they have to count on that. But they also need to count on the ways in which the Stars were able to show out depth, was able to contribute to carry them into Toronto, especially if it is a Toronto without Ryan O'Reilly. They are still pretty scary with some of the tools that they have up front, but they also have some tools up front that we have seen McKinnon on display yep. very recently, showing why he earns league-wide recognition. Yeah, absolutely. It's it, it's a fine line to walk, right? Because you don't want to get overconfident because you confident rather because you beat some bad teams, but you also want to you know know that you can show your skills against a better teams as well yeah and it would be nice to see a little of the less extremes right for sure because they have they have back-to-back games against the devils and stars where they really just get bodied yep, yep. i know that the devil's game got close but but uh, you know that, that game that's a 5-1 hockey game yeah. at one point like then they have a free sharks game yeah and then the sharks game like so what i'm what i'm saying is they play two bad games against good teams yep they they don't close against Seattle, but they get outplayed because of the Sega Baba stuff. Sure. Uh, and then their their wins have been them absolutely trashing the bad teams yep. in terms of process. Yeah, sure. You have two blowout wins and an overtime win that should have been a blowout. Yep. Um, so you've treated the bad teams like bad teams. You've done those you've done well in that's in that spot, but your last results against good teams aren't good. Yep. You want to see them, you know, you really do want to see a good result. You want to see a much more competitive game. If you lose at Toronto again, there's no shame yeah. in that. But, but did you lose six to two, or did right. you lose five to four? Yeah, you know? exactly. Don't start Jonas Johansson again. They need to remember who they are and not allow their crown to slip. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, someone who's getting a crown tonight, unfortunately in the hospital with a broken finger, but still wearing the crown. The uh, the ex Canadian himself. Arturi Lekkinen gets a standing O when he scores his first goal in Montreal. Dominates. Like, <laughs> gets to 20 goals on the year yep. in, the, in the game back. Gets to 100 career goals. Pretty cool. In, in Montreal. It's awesome. Everything aligned for him except for the injury, I suppose. But other than that, a, a very cool night. We have, like, just not that they need it, but, like, you have to love Habs fans. Oh, totally. That build like that is a terrible hockey team. That building is packed, and the second that the Habs showed life, that building they was were loud it. and yep. into it. The the love that they showed, Arturi Lekkinen, mm-hmm. like pregame, like yeah, maximum especially. classy, maximum love. Uh, mm-hmm. I've always, you know, Habs fans, you just have to, you just have to tip the cap and respect that their love of the game and their their knowledge of it, it's so genuine and true and passionate. And I think it's I think it's awesome. I think it's really awesome the way that they, that community embraces the game as a, as a group. We should all aspire to that level of love. As as a franchise, are you higher on Montreal or Arizona right now? I'm nervous. Um, <laughs> I mean, this this, this depe- <laughs> it depends entirely on the lotto coming sure. up. Sure. Because right now I don't see a difference between them. One's way more expensive, but one also makes money, and the other one also steals money from all the other teams in the league. Okay, well, stop playing the lotto with your weed. I see. 
This wasn't a real question. My bad. It was not. Uh, go over to Jive Hive. They'll make you high on any team in the league. All right? <laughs> they got the good stuff. Go over to J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E dot com to get your order today. They'll bring the high to you and say hi at your front door. Jump on it. They're a virtual dispensary. You can order today. You can get it delivered ASAP, or you can schedule it in the future. So if there's a time where you know you'll be home and you need your buzz, they got you covered. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to drive. Thankfully, it seems like most of the snow in Colorado is done, but... You know this state. It's going to snow in the middle of April randomly. It feels like St. Patrick's Day always invites snow. I'm counting on it. There you go. So if you're not going out to the bars for St. Patty's Day, maybe stay in and get yourself some Jive Hive today. You can uh, use the QR code on the screen right there. Or again, go to J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E.com today to order. Uh, they do only deliver to select locations. So make sure when you go to JiveHive.com that you put your address in and that they deliver to you. Jump on it right now. It's currently serving Aurora, Greenwood Village, Monument Fountain, and various areas of El Paso County at jivehive.com. Also brought to you by the American Raptors, the rugby team, which has been around for a good couple of years now, uh, over at Infinity Park in Glendale. They've bounced around to different leagues. They're currently the only North American representative in a uh, South American league it's the Inter, uh, the Colombian Rugby Federation, excuse me, uh, specifically. So, you know, you can kind of get all of North America behind them on this one. Go root for them to, to beat South America in every way, shape, or form because there's, the U.S. certainly not doing that in baseball this year. <laughs> Take that, South America. <laughs> uh, they get six home matches and six road matches for all of the home ones at Infinity Park. You can get tickets for free at AmericanRaptors.com. So you can go down, enjoy some rugby. Also, just enjoy a day there because the park is amazing. Yeah. Like, it's a, just an awesome place to go and hang out. Uh, if you want to get into it, Colton Strickler, our guy at DNVR Rugby on Twitter, keeps you updated with everything going on with the team. If you're new, he's got 101 pods. He's got it all covered for you. So go follow DNVR Rugby on Twitter as well and keep up with the American Raptors. <laughs> Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. It's going to snow in the springs. That's not real Colorado. Whoa. <laughs> I feel like it's extreme Denver when it comes to weather. Like it's always colder there, yeah. hotter there, yeah. snowier, which means we're definitely getting snow. Fake Colorado. Fake Colorado. Want to be Colorado. Want to be Colorado. <laughs> well, you know what they say about the weather here, right? Wait 15 minutes, it'll change. I'm not taking any bait from you for the rest no, of the night. No, I'm just afraid. <laughs> any questions you yeah, have. Exactly. Like this whole that. podcast living in fear of my <laughs> hands. Right. That card game when you're the question master, and <laughs> you can't answer people's questions. <laughs> I'm so bad at that card game. <laughs> There's so many rules. I lose never have I ever a lot. Uh, anyway. Is that a game you lose? Oh, yeah. I guess when people find out certain things about you, everybody loses. And people target you if they know if it's a close enough friend group. Oh, really? They'll be like, never have I ever been to Puerto Rico. <laughs> You're like, well. Cool. See how this is going to be. You just want me to drink. Don't <laughs> Just tell me to drink next. I've never played. Really? You yeah, true story. love it. It's such a great it, game. It is, it, you would love it. It's right up your alley. 
Okay. Apologies. I really don't know what that means, mm-hmm. but okay. You would get into the goss. You'd get the hot goss in that game. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we got a couple super chats to get to. $20 from the amazing Drew. Can't stick around and watch, but just because you guys are awesome and all the content you put out is as well. Thank you very much, Drew. Love Drew. Thanks, Drew. Then $2 from Kevin, who says two-point conversion on them halves. Good guys win. Yep. Abs went out and took care of business. Great win. Yeah, Easy win. Like, great way to start a road trip. You know, we're talking about really want to go three and one, but you'd be okay with 500. You well, can only go one and oh today. Yeah. This, this was kind of the linchpin to that. Like, if you were going to have a good road trip, you needed a Habs win. Yep. So you got it. You got it in dominant fashion. Easy dubs. Sometimes that's where you get it. Who who was our prince of the game? I forget. It was bodyguard. Oh, that's to the right. Prince. That's right. Val yeah. Val was the bodyguard to the prince of the game. Yeah. Who was our prince? I think we didn't actually nominate a yeah. prince. No, I guess we you're just, right. We needed a bodyguard to the king. Then we, I guess we were we were more concerned with protecting He's the prince. So good, you don't even know the. We can't. Yeah. Even we can't reveal, reveal the, the identity, identity of tonight's prince. <laughs> we, it's like Game of Thrones. It's the prince that was promised, and we have no idea who it is. I feel like it's New Hook. Okay. I'm here for it. I don't know if he did anything too princely. Not in tonight, this game, but, but he he's the prince I was promised. That's true. I'm seven points seven points in his last ten games while averaging twelve minutes of ice time. Pretty good. That's pretty If you're consistent. gonna try and find somebody that deserves a bump to the top six, it's that guy. And if you make the argument for Dennis Morgan, I'll fight you. I feel like uh the prince we've been waiting for is definitely a good shirt. If he pops off. If I'm it's here. a new hook, Prince, we've been promised. And here's the thing. If he plays on a line with Nichushkin, that literally is his bodyguard. <laughs> he does have the bodyguard. That's yeah, that's it's perfect. All right. It's got to happen now. We yeah. spoke it into the universe. Especially with Lucky out. I mean, the promotion spot. That's what I'm saying. You've heard of the princess and the pea. Yeah. Now the prince and the bodyguard. Yeah, this, all right. this prince that was promised better be better. Better be better than Game of Thrones season eight. <laughs> I just want to clarify Lower. for the chat. About this Colorado Springs Denver debate, it is colder in Colorado Springs than it is in Denver. Like, yes, it's ten degrees warmer here because it was a warm day. Because it sits in the shadow of real Colorado. Because it's cold. Yeah. It's always colder. Yeah. It might not get hotter, to it's, be fair, I but mean, it's, it's always also colder. Colder in Fort Collins too. Denver's just in the right spot. We are in a city, and it's hot. Facts. Ideally located. Figure it out, Winnipeg. <laughs> I ain't touching that one. <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't know what y'all are complaining about. Colorado weather, weather generally is really good. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's great. Like My wife went, had to go to Michigan for a wedding. Five inches of snow in Detroit. Yeah, I bet it was miserable. Yeah, it was awful. So You said Michigan, and I just immediately assumed bad. Yeah. Yep. So It's like Minnesota. What, what, what good has ever taken place there? Eric Johnson was born. We're not giving the state credit for that. (laughs) I can't sit here alongside this slander. The state of Minnesota? Yeah. Some of my favorite people are from there. Yeah, that's great. That wasn't anybody's choice. Yeah, they didn't choose to be born there. How many of them have stayed there? They became some of your favorite people despite those roots. They actually did go back. They did go back. Permanently? Kind of? That is that is questionable life choices. 
But I mean, your heart is what hey, your, look, your heart was. Great people make wants. terrible decisions. It's fine. <laughs> Happens to me all the time. Uh, look, I will, I, still, I will still slander Minnesota all day. I hate Minnesota. <laughs> Gross. Give me North Dakota. I, I, all That's of the entire northern states. At least I can states. hide there. I can't. I can't do the entire northern states. Yeah, I mean they're all the same, right? And there was a time where we were maybe gonna move to like Bozeman, Montana, for my wife's job. It fell through, and it was the best day of my life. Aww. <laughs> Supportive husband, <laughs> high fiving when the job falls through, <laughs> little one man party. <laughs> anyway, any any final thoughts here? All positives for Colorado? Is that where we're sitting? Yeah, Minnesota so. rules. I'm just kidding. I, I'm not dying. I'm not falling on this sword. I'm not dying on this hill. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wrap it there. Feel however you want to feel about Minnesota. Just know that they have no cups. We appreciate you. We will be back tomorrow for an off-day show and then plenty more Avalanche games coming your way this week. We hope to see you there. We'll see you in the next one. You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom... Come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team. We'll talk about your least favorite team and everybody in between. And we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network.